0: Good evening, good morning friends. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball After Dark. It's about 11:45 on February 8th. Uh the Dallas Mavericks just defeated the Los Angeles Clippers. They won their second straight road game and their second straight game without Luka Doncic. Though <laughs> tonight featured the debut of new Dallas Maverick Kyrie Irving. How you doing, Josh?
1: Uh, I'm doing okay. Um Leave it to the Mavericks to always do, you know, our friend Austin kind of chimed in online, uh, you know, over at the 77 in Heaven pod. At, um, just chimed in was like, as Josh said, the Mavericks are the team of discourse. Always and forever. And it just this team just does the thing that's going to make people talk the most good or bad. It's just
0: like clockwork. Well, this was, you know, so just to be clear, we're heading into all-star break. We're heading into the trade deadline tomorrow. Um, This is just the time of the year where everybody is dragging ass. So for the Mavericks (laughs) to have a fucking five game West coast road trip feels extra mean just on paper. But then you have the trade like this, which proceeds to basically scramble the roster up in a really interesting way. And I, I think this was the most interesting game we've had to watch in weeks. Yeah, I'll
1: go. I'll go with that. Um, when you consider, you know, the magnitude of like Kyrie's first game, first game after a big trade where they traded two starters. Obviously, no Lucas, so there's still some more to be learned. But it was, it was a fun game in the sense that like. <laughs> It was also. I'm sorry. I'm trying to like. It, it was like a, No, it was kind of like a where the hell has this team been? That yes, all season. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Because let's be clear. So in the first quarter, the Mavericks scored 41 points. Yeah. <laughs> How did they score 41 points? Blistering shooting was part of it, but and and I'm looking forward. Maybe talk will prove me wrong in the morning. They ran plays, <laughs> yeah. and and we're not talking like. Some like some 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 actions that occur within, you know, the the flow of the game because like there's there's these occasional things where it's like oh it's a really nice, you know, choice out of a pick and roll whatever like they were running interesting stuff to in in you know part of it like most of it actually centers on Kyrie Irving's off ball movement which I think will right. be kind of the highlight of the interesting stuff that we talked about because you know for for he's he's just a, he's obviously a very very different player than anybody that the Mavericks have had for a while so watching a lot of what he did that stuff the Clippers didn't have you know scouted within the Mavericks framework you obviously know how Kyrie Irving is going to play because he's a very good you know he's a well-known commodity etc but how that works within what the Mavericks do can't really predict it uh, at least in terms of scouting and so what you know Early in the first quarter, the Mavericks just moving, moving the ball, moving, you know, moving off ball, moving in transition. And it was it was a really entertaining and weird watch. I mean, I saw a stat, I couldn't find it, but I'm pretty sure Bobby Corral posted this. Prior to this game, actually prior to the Utah game, Jaden Hardy and Josh Green had scored 20% of the Mavericks fast break points this (laughs) season. So a guy who missed 20 games in a rookie. Uh, have said scored to and so the what they're doing in terms of like pushing the ball i'm just you know where i, I want to talk about this more at the end but it, it was key to, to getting the jump on the clippers and i'm just i'm really interested to see where they go with it because you know obviously when you push the ball you turn the ball over more mavericks had a lot of turnovers um <laughs> yep but it was it was just a fun weird game now if I'm the clippers I'm kicking myself because this was a big game for seeding and things like for game. tiebreakers it's it's you know I, I wouldn't have been mad if they lost it because they're kind of undermanned at the moment but like this is a really big win like big big win and i, I the ramifications for it are kind of interesting and i would be pissed as hell to lose a game because theo freaking pinson <laughs> played the game of his professional career uh you know just made some threes made some nice passes just did like the I, again i'm i'm kind of all over the place about the recap of this game but th- this was This, I I just had a really good time watching it. And part of it is, I think I'm like delirious with tired because this has been like a really weird week for me at home here. I've not gotten much sleep, but I had a hell of a time watching it. And I just, I don't know, I just wanted to kind of focus on that. Yeah. I mean,
1: weird week at home, weird week online. Um, Oh, it's always a weird week online. (laughs) This was, come on, this was, this was weird. You know, this was uh, Mm -hmm. up another notch and, you know, from when the trade happened, I think the thing that really the thing that really sucked was the trade happened and then the Mavericks played another game. Like it what the trade happened on Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. So we've had over 48 hours to just stew and fester online and not trying to say a right or wrong, but it was just with Kyrie, it's a very Complicated, and it's a very yeah. uh, sensitive issue because of of what all is going on. So obviously, he's a
0: complicated player. Like if you're to like one of the things I've been kind of saying to people is like if you're to wipe away what happened to him this year, meaning the 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 controversy, we we'll just refer to it as that because I'm too tired to, to get into the semantics. The rest of the shit he's done has been weird. <laughs> yeah. Like like he's he's demanded trades, he's threatened surgery. Like there's just been a lot of stuff, and so you know talking about that those things is exhausting so it's like when you just get to look at like the basketball you know logan logan did a really nice piece for us that we published today where it's like here's what we think the fit is going to be we're going to talk about that more later but it's like the actual basketball with Kyrie has never been in question right and that's the thing like that's what me and you
1: like me and you talked about like that's what we talked about that's what i wrote in my column like Mm -hmm. when Kyrie's on the floor he's he's pretty good He's Pretty really good. good. And there's no like no one denied that. We haven't denied that. Our whole thing has been, you know, can he can he be on the floor? And mm-hmm. uh and I think, you know, we noted that this is probably the healthiest season he's played. Um what like four years? Long time. Yeah,
0: he, he has a yeah. lot of like freak injury history. He's also a smaller guy. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that's like you know, I I've not watched him a ton. I watched him more this year, but you know, prior, I, I wouldn't say I've watched him a lot of his Nets tenure because he hasn't played a lot. Right. Um, but it was tonight was a reminder of just sort of his. I don't want to say it's like a unique body type, but like he, you know, he's about six three. He's obviously very like powerful for his for his weight. Got good strength, but he's just he's he's like a he reminds me of like a wildcat. <laughs> I mean, the guy just moves in such a unique way compared to a lot of NBA players, and and uh, you know, let's let's sort of talk about his game first. Yeah. Twenty five, twenty four points, four four um, rebounds, five assists, five turnovers. Most of the turnovers were not his fault. Um, four from eight from three. You really got to see, like he could have scored thirty five. He was making a lot of extra passes in an attempt to, I think, feel out what his teammates can do. Um, which to which, you know, I kind of chuckled and I'm like, this is how, you know, Luca and Spencer and everybody who runs the offense feels, but there, there's a lot of good with, with what I saw. I'm going to be really, you know, I want to talk about this more at the end. I'm just, I'm going to be really curious to see what he and Luca do.
1: Yep. We'll need to talk. Yeah. But let's, yeah. His game though tonight, you know, like you said, a lot of feeling out, you know, he didn't, he wasn't as assertive. I mean, he barely led the team and, and, Field goal attempts like Tim had 16, he had set uh Kyrie at 17, Bullock had 13, so it's not like he dominated the ball. A lot of off ball. I mean, his first bucket as a Maverick came off him kind of running around a dribble handoff and catching it and, and making a mid-range jumper. Um, that's the thing. The off-ball movement was really impressive. And it led into some really interesting things in the first quarter where the Maverick were just spamming these, you know, Kyrie and and Tim and and other guards like Green coming off these pin down screens, right? into dribble handoffs, both mm-hmm. sides of the floor, both elbows. Like,
0: like they just ooh. haven't done that. They have not <laughs> yeah.
1: done that. Right.
0: I just, uh, I'm and happy right. that they're doing it. Cause now yeah. it gives you like you, one thing you haven't done this year. This is not a criticism because there's been nothing, but you've not gotten to do some of the like really fun, deeper dives that you were doing last year. <laughs> Cause there's been nothing to fucking deep dive.
1: Yeah. That's been really tough. So it was really refreshing to see that. Um I thought, I think, you know, this isn't a unique basketball thought. Everyone on Twitter was saying it. Kyrie's um, <laughs> ability to push the tempo is something this team hasn't had mm. in a very, very long time, um, basically pre-Luca. Mm-hmm. And his ability to just go, and it's not just like hit hit passes. Like, he just got this team moving in a way that they don't. And you talked about, like, his unique ability to kind of move. Like, he creates separation mm-hmm. so easily. And it's, it's really impressive how he'll have the ball and a defender will be on his hip at the three point line. And then all of a sudden, that defender is like two feet behind him. And he's like, driving, you know, at the free throw line, or he's pulling up for an uncontested jumper, like, that's just something again, that's like superstar stuff. we see Luca can do that too, and it's like wow. Luca
0: often gets separation by moving backwards. What I saw Kyrie do three to four times tonight was getting separation by moving backwards and then having the defenders so off guard that he would just blow past them, yeah, and that is hard to replicate. um I thought he had and I think it's sort of a nice transition right into to how Josh Green played. Josh Green played forty minutes, probably <laughs> got to be one of his biggest minute games of his career. Had 14 points, looks like five rebounds here. Really did a nice job pushing. Uh, I think he and, and Kyrie had a lot of, of interesting chemistry, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. Uh, I, I, Green got worked by, Ka- by Kawhi Leonard on defense, but you know I thought he battled really hard. Uh, Kawhi still only
1: scored 18, so it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't the detonation
0: that he's no, done. No, no. So at least there's that. It was, this was, this was just a neat Josh green game. Like obviously nothing, you know, you're not looking at like a 30 point explosion, but just like a real solid, like connective tissue game. That like, this is the sort of stuff that I expect or hope to see from him. Like my level of expectation tops off at like, can you average double digits now? And again, you know, nine ish points. And can you get, can you do what, what Dorian was doing? Which was eight, you know, eight to nine points, four to five rebounds a lot. Like only he moves the ball more. I was on about on to this. say,
1: he's, he's doing a lot more than Dorian um, yeah. in the month of February. No, I mean, like,
0: stats, like, stat stuffing. Even stu- like, cause he he, like, he did not really stuffing. have a lot of stats. He, you know, you're looking yeah. at here, two two steals, two turnovers, one block. He didn't really have a lot. And that's okay, because it's like, it's this is the non-box stuff. Uh, yeah. The non-box score stuff is where my head is.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But, I mean, he's – I mean, the month of February, his point totals are 15, 12, 29, and 14. Pretty good. Um, I don't know – no offense to Dorian. I don't know how many four-game stretches Dorian had where he scored uh, you know. that The only amount. way it
0: would is if he was connecting on threes because Josh Green scores a lot more from two-point range.
1: Right. I mean, that's 70 points over four games. Pretty good. 17.5 uh, yeah. <laughs> points per game. Uh, that's a really nice stretch. And kind of Green kind of signifies this feeling I had watching the game, and I said it in Slack. And this is something that I know you – you share the same feeling because we've been screaming about this since base, you know, 2019. And it's just how refreshing is it to see guys that weren't on this roster in like 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, like just do stuff. It's like, it's like, wow. Drafting players and playing them, uh, is fun. Like, wow. Trading for new guys is cool. Wow. Signing free agents is cool. And it's like, it's, we've been talking about how this roster has been stuck in the mud and how they just couldn't seem to let go of this core of Dorian, Tim, Dwight, Maxie. And those are like four guys that are like four of the top six minutes getters for the last four to five years. And, you know, <laughs> I, I shared that screenshot. Remember? I, I yep. always think about it it's like a game, March game Maver- in 2019 yeah. yeah and it's like the the top five of the top seven minutes getters are the same top five of the top minutes getters of a game the Mavericks played a month ago and it's like boy that there's just some stagnation and it's not just on the court stagnate like you know these guys obviously like each other Doran's one of the most liked guys on the team but there's just teams that are trying to win don't operate like like unless those guys are unless you have all-stars like teams don't stick to like because the goal is always okay are are these guys good enough let's get on you know unless you're tanking and you're rebuilding you know if your goal is to win a championship and you have a championship level player on your roster everyone who's not an all-star is expendable and that's how every other team in the NBA operates and that's why it's been so frustrating to see the Mavericks just kind of being like well, you know, we've got these undrafted guys and second round picks. And, you know, Tim is kind mm-hmm. of like our island misfit. Like, it's fun when the island of misfit toys can do things. But, you know, what's also fun is like talent. Yep. And, and seeing Josh Green, what he's done the last couple of games, seeing Jaden Hardy, what he's done the last couple of games. Cause even though he had five turnovers tonight, I enjoyed his minutes uh, in this game as well. Um, you know, Reggie Bullock hasn't been on this team very long. He's, he might as well be you know, this is only his second season. Um, it, it's just nice. You know, Kyrie Irving say what I, you know, all the stuff off the court, I understand, but like on the court, there's no denying it. And just seeing that was really cool. And it's like, I was just, we were just tired of this roster. And I think the the play kind of reflected it too. Like I don't think it was just like an us complaining about an aesthetic thing. Like I no. think it was hampering the on-court product. And Yes, I'm sorry that Spencer didn't when he left. I'm sorry that you know Dorian Finney-Smith left. I'm sorry that they were fan favorites, but like it was, it's time. Like it is time to change this roster. Luca is in his fifth year. He, you know, I know he's still young, but like he just, he got to move. You got to go forward, and uh, that's the thing. I think you know this game particularly, like just seeing Kyrie, seeing Josh Green, seeing Jaden Hardy, seeing those three guys do stuff uh was just a really refreshing feeling um and and I'm sure that's shared by a lot of Mavs fans uh that watch this game tonight like it was just it just felt different and sometimes different can be really good
0: yeah and and you know to sort of round out the guys that I enjoyed watching you you briefly touched on it Reggie Bullock hitting his threes is just a riot like the the volume that he got like he's he's inching back up into the volume we've been talking about for a while he says do it now, you go through this box score, and it looks like a, like a communist collective of what happens with all the other stats. Like the, the gang rebounding, they out-rebounded the Clippers, which is impressive. A lot of assists to go around. 26 yes. assists on 41 makes. That's kind of an element of the fast break points to, to, that, that, that happened here. Like Tim Hardaway had six assists. I have no idea what Tim Hardaway's, like, assist high is, but he doesn't get six assists a lot of him he got in fast break today. I'm pretty positive of that. Because if I if I'm going to make a couple of complaints about this game, Tim is, you know, he hit a clutch three tonight, okay, to to seal the game. 4 of 9, 19 points, every, some, you know, 19-5 and 6. You're going to look at this and probably say, "Oh Kirk, you're being too critical." Tim could have. Tim was bad, I think.
1: <laughs> he started 3 of 11. So yeah. he he finished the game strong, but there was a stretch from like basically like, the like back to him, quarters. and I don't understand.
0: Yeah. I I don't well, understand. I mean, um, it has to be because the bodies, but. right? Right, that's what it is. It's
1: like who's gonna play? Are you gonna play McKinley Wright? You know yeah. more minutes, or are you gonna play? He just I mean, does he like, when the pays. ball
0: goes to him, he shoots it. You know? <laughs> I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. And then and you know it's it is what it is. Like then two other guys like. So we got, you know, the full rookie Jaden Hardy experience, eight points in 12 minutes. He also had five turnovers in 12 minutes, a couple of which were hysterically funny. Yeah, just, um, just trying
1: to do too way too much. But it was like,
0: okay. I'm playing with Kyrie Irving. Here's my <laughs> Kyrie Irving impression. Here's the ball while we're at it. Like, really, and that's fine. He had an awesome dunk Duncan transition. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. That was pretty cool. So. And then last but not least, the guy who I'm wondering if he's going to be on the team by the time people listen to this tomorrow. Oh, Christian. my goodness. Christian Wood, uh, second game back from injury, six points, six rebounds in 17 minutes, including three turnovers, some awful defense, some awful decision-making. Um uh I don't I don't really have much more to add, do you?
1: Uh I mean you noted this in the Slack. He was not the first you know, he didn't start uh and he wasn't the first big to come off the bench. That was Javale McGee. Um <laughs> So uh, you know he did end up playing more minutes than McGee because I think there was a we were wondering like is he going to play at all like <laughs> but then he, he he snuck in right at the end of the first quarter with a cup with like thirty like forty seconds left. So well, and, he, and
0: he just really and, wasn't very good. And, no, he's and, he's been invisible these last two was, games. Logan, one of our guys, Logan Thompson had a. Had a I can't find it because it's everybody's timeline is a mess. But he had a tweet around halftime, which was the talking about like just ball stoppers where you don't I'm trying to think out of how he phrased this but he basically said like Wood and Spencer and Tim Hardaway essentially hold like they they stop the ball and you know where it's going which allows the defense to like basically overplay you whereas with Luka and Kyrie they press the ball towards the basket but because they're like they do multiple things and and you just don't you can't guard them a particular way every time because they're going to take advantage of the right situation. Whereas the other three guys I mentioned kind of predetermine what they're doing. You know, they might score anyways, but you know when Woods going to shoot? Like he, it's just it's obvious. Um, and and that's something I'm I was thinking about for the rest of the game. And you know, maybe maybe Wood will be with the team for the rest of the season. Maybe he gets traded tomorrow, but I don't really think he's going to have a very big role on this team. If he stays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if
1: you listen to, the, you're reading the tea leaves, I think Tim ESPN's Tim McMahon, who's as plugged in as anyone with the Mavs, yep. I mean, basically, I mean, didn't really hide the fact that basically the Mavs are trying to do whatever they can to trade Wood and to trade Hardaway yep. at this deadline just to try to get something. With Wood, it's it's probably just a matter of can they get anything for him because it is an expiring, so I can't imagine. It's probably just a, a level of like, What can we tolerate giving up for him? Because it's not too hard to move. And, you know, teams aren't going to be too scared of it expiring as long as they're not giving up much. Tim will be much harder because his contract stinks. And I don't think anyone wants his
0: contract. Like the internet was a flutter today because there were like odd, like seeming discussions between Wood and Reggie Jackson, who's on the Clippers, which was just would have been a weird trade the day the teams play. And also trading a small for a big when this Mavericks team doesn't have a lot of size is kind of up in the air, but I don't know. I I'm very curious to see what happens because it he's visibly not with it. And and like body language, yeah. I think matters with this team. Because even like McGee, who has been a like a you know very not good, seems to be like doing his best to be a good teammate at all times. And I think that matters. Yeah. And this was probably
1: McGee's most best game of the season.
0: Maybe. Yeah, he played hard. He looked good. Simple yeah. decisions. He you know he didn't chase blocks. That's the thing that really he right. yeah and, and things like that. Well, I think that's pretty good, you know, summary of the game because it's this game may not matter relative to what's going to happen the rest of the season why because Luka Doncic is on the team. <laughs> and I simply the thing I can't wait to see. And a lot of people mentioned this on social media tonight and I think it's worth repeating. This team is has the horses to push. So therefore, it is up to Luka to push more. If you have Kyrie Irving, I think you just have to say that. And for all the Luca LeBron comps that exist, and I think a lot of them are very valid, LeBron is one of the best, if not the best, basketball player in transition in history. And Luca doesn't do that.
1: And LeBron turned himself into a good screener, turned himself mm-hmm. into, you know, cutter. Like, I mean, he put in the work to be a good off-ball player. Um so yeah, like Luca just doesn't do that, and the whole thing has been well. He he doesn't do that because he has to do everything. Well, sure, he doesn't have to do everything anymore. Nope. And we just saw a game. We like, come on, man. We just saw Ky- what Kyrie did, leading this team to a win. You know, leading this team in scoring and all the off-ball movement and everything. And you're like, man, it's all right there. So mm-hmm. if Luca comes back and we see the same, like the only play they run is a staggered. Spain pick and roll and Kyrie sitting in the corner and they're walking the ball up and, and they're not getting out in transition. Like that's not good. And this is going to be a big moment for Luca for the rest of the season. And the thing is, is it's like, we know he can do it. Like, that's kind of the weird thing. It's just like, cause we've seen him do it on the Slovenian national team and he's obviously like he's such a gifted passer and he's so like he's such a good like he's so big he's like when he if he wants to set screens he could be a great screen yep. player. like it, it's all there like he's such a smart player like like he, he knows this you know like it's, it's not like mean, this is breaking news to him it's just is he going to do it like he ha- he has a preferred style in the nba up until now the the reasoning has been well because he has to and and for the first time in his nba career The answer to that question is you don't have to anymore. No. So what's he going to, so what's it going to look like? That's right.
0: That's right. And so we'll see, you know, we got about, I don't know how many games left in the season, plus hopefully some playoff games to, to, for these guys to see if it works. And we don't know, like, I think, you know, there's no point in speculating anything about what Kyrie is going to do or wants to do, but it is in Luca's best interest to try to maximize a relationship. If this is what he wants, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I mean, from what we've heard from reporters, like he was very much like, yes, this trade. So, right. This, this is like the first time it's very weird because, you know, how much grief have we given this front office with the mistakes they've made over the last, you know, since they drafted Luca, you know, this is the first time where it's like, okay, they did the thing, you know, they got, they got the second superstar. They got the second all-star. They got the complimentary piece. It's not like a weird, you know, Kristaps Perzingis fit. It's a really smooth fit. Kyrie basically advertised how well he could fit with Luca in this game with the way that he was moving off the ball and coming off screens and curling and, and doing all that kind of stuff. And it's like, all right, so, you know, now now we just have to see it. Uh, and that's exciting, though, because it's That's like, real exciting. No, no, it's... it's,
0: it's it's It's, new
1: it's you know it's and it's
0: it's basketball yeah that's the real rub it is basketball people love transactional stuff people also love drama uh we see that in our numbers but like being able to talk about the basketball is why you and i do this i can't i i think that part will be real fun um I'm out of gas and I got to go yeah, on a fucking yeah. live show. Let's go. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but I wanted to talk about this game. Yes, like, I, sure. I, we, you know, we, we put in a lot of work the last several days of Mavs Moneyball and I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to, you know, to, to, and I, I think we did a nice job here. Um, show up to MavsMoneyball.com. We had a real nice read today from Ben Zadel about Dorian Finney's. No, I'm sorry. About Spencer Dimwitty that I thought was real nice. Um, I, I think that the Mavericks moved on from Spencer to where he will now be the kind of guy that I think fondly about years from now. Like zero bad taste in my mouth. Um, even though it, it sort of seems like he might have been... He was getting like, close. <laughs> he was getting close on the like... Well, it just seems like he might have been a, a guy that, that was at the edge of like the... the he might have been a, you know... Just, I think everybody might have been ready to, 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 to part ways is, always, is where yeah. I sort of feel um i think we jordan wrote about dorian finney smith which i think you're gonna go edit now um dorian's if it, dorian's a guy that if you love dorian i understand bobby corral of mavs moneyball i'm sorry com though bobby you are welcome to come right for mavs moneyball uh <laughs> shared a piece from um 2016 at summer league uh that he like some of the first quotes he got from dorian which like like, kind of moved me in a really, so, like, I'm very cynical, and it was just like, oh, man. He also, like, talked about how he was a, a big, um like, Charks was in on him early, and it's like, of course Charks was, like, just, of course he was. Um and And I'm, you know, I've been a little sad to see Dorian be sad, but like you said, it's like, it's okay when relationship like it's it's relationships come to a fitting end and maybe maybe he'll get you know go the fact that we don't have to play him again this year like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rooting for the Nets.
1: Yeah, for sure. I hope he does great. And you know, he's turned himself into such a good player. It would be like, if you know, it would yeah. be a shame to see if that uh, mess things up. Um, yep. Hey, Kirk. Um, what? Don't know what to tell you, but the Phoenix Suns are trading for Kevin Durant. Whoa! <laughs> Shams and Wash just tweeted it. Wow. Wishing to get the deal done tonight. Uh, so, uh...
0: Well, the, the Eastern <laughs> the Conference what? had a nice run of like eight months of being the better conference. I don't think that is the case now. Uh, God,
1: what mm-hmm. if what if Phoenix and and, the, and Dallas play in the playoffs again with Kyrie and Durant against each other? Well, I mean, that's uh, like- I hate saying it, but this this league, this stupid league, this dumb dumb league, Kirk, just finds ways to just. Do this. No, but this
0: is interesting. Like I was worried you were going to tell me something like horrific. So, oh yeah like, Kyrie's like, with, like Kyrie. like yeah i was like, like, like Kyrie, Kyrie tweeted kirk i'm sorry it happened it's like you know what like, no like like mark cuban Kyrie irving get into altercate like you know it's like something preposterous like because the way you said it, you're like uh-oh and i was like oh, okay, okay good no th- like this is this is not this the best is part fun. about this yeah. josh this is not our problem <laughs> right <laughs> and we well i mean it is but it's not our yeah. problem to write about and cover right. um you want to know the you wonder.
1: No. It's Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and four first round
0: picks. Well, that's the that, yeah. That's a yeah. that's a home run for Phoenix. Wow.
1: Paul, Booker, Durant,
0: Aiton. Uh I guess Jay Crowder's coming back to Phoenix. I don't know. He, is he like, guys, can I play now? <laughs> uh, can I can I please can I please come play? All right. Oh Good my gosh. Them the west just, business
1: is about to pick up
0: wow all right well kirk Anderson and josh dot com to, <laughs> to read about our you know Kyrie's news is yesterday now we're on a kevin durant but of course we're in the west and of course it's the phoenix suns everybody be good we'll talk to you guys uh put kings to uh you know after the trade deadline maybe if something weird happens tomorrow we'll record Mm-hmm. Like or, or I'll record. We'll oh yeah, we
1: yeah. I mean, I yeah. We'll 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 be ready for if there's a deadline move.
0: <sighs> I was gonna go to bed. I was gonna record like a twenty minute live show. Now this is gonna be like an hour and a half of people like joining and going woo. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. There's a lot to talk about. All right, now. guys, everybody be good. Talk to you soon. Go mabs